Hey, it's Naturally Nay. What's up, guys? All right. So that's my favorite little jam right now. It's called "I'm on the I'm on my way" by Dexter Daps. Okay. Um. <coughs> excuse me, excuse me. But um, I got a couple little topics. It was taking me a minute because I was kind of boiling about one of these topics in particular, and um. Let's get into it. All right. It is the Supreme Court decision, uh, Roe versus Wade. And that's just, it's wild to me that guns have better laws in place than women's bodies at this point um, in our lives. And so many people are talking about, oh, they're doing this and like, what's next? You know, they're talking about they're going coming for gay marriages and they're coming for interracial dating. And, you know, next it'll be segregation. You know how people got to take it all away. <laughs> you know, the Internet is a wild place. But I do understand what they're saying. You know, uh, instead of progressing as a country, we're regressing. And that's that's not what's up at all, because um, everything should be on a forward motion. You know, like I used to work in healthcare, and so, you know, when the thing with George Floyd was going on, and it was a lot of white people, excuse me, would come to me and and tell me their feelings and what they thought and how they are and all this stuff. And one guy, I just told, you know, um, there's a lot of people that sit in those positions of power that are old. You know, they're they're of an older generation and they're from a different era and they want things to be the way that it was in yesteryear. And it's like they're not the ones they're like sitting low and looking high. Let's I mean, sitting high and looking low. (laughs) I said it backwards. And I'm like, they're not the ones down here, you know, that's having to push the world forward, you know, this having to be the working class and, and striving and thriving to push things forward. I was like, but they're sitting at home and they're voting and they're like, yeah, and this should be like this and this should be like that. But no, it shouldn't simply because that's when you were coming up, you know, and that's how things were. But that's not the way of the world today. I'm not saying their thoughts and feelings don't matter, but if it's not forward motion, if it's not forward thinking, if it's not going to help progress us as a country, then they do need to take a back seat. You know, they do need to lean back because this is not yesteryear. And the last thing people of today want to do is go backwards because we are not our ancestors. Let's say it like that. It is a very different world we're living in from where you come from. <laughs> nah, but seriously, <laughs> seriously though, um, it is a very different world from when they grew up, you know, and we can't hold on to yesteryear. There are some things at a foundational level, yes, that need to remain in place, but some of that, most of that, especially as it relates to minorities, that shit needs to die and stay gone. Um, Again, we are not our ancestors. Hello, don't try it. But if you do, (laughs) you're going to reap the consequences. (laughs) Anyway, um... The part about the abortions, you know, ladies, protect yourselves. You know, if if it's a consensual situation, take your own condoms. Uh, Take three of them. 
or more, you know, female or the regular kind, take your own condoms, you know, babes, just so you won't be in a position where you're stuck with a child that you don't want. If it's an unfortunate event, because we know those happen and, and the outcome sometimes results in pregnancy, um, we can't control the, the beast in someone else, you know, and that's the reason why it's so infuriating to a lot of women is because it happens more often than people want to talk about, you know, and sometimes it's somebody that's extremely close to you and um, other times it's not. But if you would talk to some women that have gone through that situation, it has been someone that they knew um, that has violated them. So in that case, ladies, I say keep something with you, you know, uh, a pen, your key between you, your fingers, um, some kind of tool. Let me say it like that for just in case, you know, we're going to have to protect ourselves. Um, hell, get a gun <laughs> since they got better laws than we do. Um, get a gun, you know, find a way to be ready. To keep that to keep from having to get ready, if you understand what I mean. All right. Uh, moving right along here is uh, how are we utilizing our time? How are we utilizing our time? And this goes back to my whole self-love and self-care thing. Um that I should have should have tagged on to my first topic, but very much so with protecting yourselves, that's making sure that self is okay. Preservation, self-preservation, you know, self-preserving is what I was trying to say. <laughs> um, anywho, I was talking about time and how you're utilizing your time. Um, are you like educating yourself? Are you building wealth? Um, are you taking time to meditate or run, walk, you know, get your exercise in, um, reading something that's, you know, that mind is a muscle and you have to strengthen it. Like, how are we utilizing our time? Are we being productive with the time that we have? You know, are you creating your content, um, perfecting your craft, so to speak, um, what are we doing? What are we doing? Because um, it's a conversation that I was having with the homegirl and she was like, you know, I don't have the time. I just, I don't have time. And with the way things are with inflation now, people are having to work two jobs if they don't have a two household income just because the way rent has skyrocketed and gas has soared and food is crazy expensive. Like everything is wild right now. And so... She's having to, to get her grind on, you know, and make sure she's providing. Um, and I understand where she's coming from. She's like, I just don't have the time. But she's like, you know, you do. And, you know, create content and that's the new way. And, you know, because a lot of the millennials, the older generation millennials, you know, um, my Y2K gang. <laughs> My Y2K game, you know, we were taught the old way. Um, yes, you do need to work hard. Yes, no matter what generation you're in. But 
you know, we were taught to work hard, work two or three jobs if you have to, if that make ends meet. But in today's world, like you have this influencer, you have this um, social media influencer, you have these gaming jobs and this analyst this and the coding that, you know, things are so much different than it was when we were young um, to the point where we were told, you know, if if our dreams didn't make sense to our parents, oh, you can't make no money with that, you know, <laughs> like you had to be somebody like a nurse, a doctor, a lawyer, you know, somebody that was actually going to make some money. But that was like a situation of working for someone else. And then you get older and you're like, but what if I don't want to work for nobody else, you know? And um, it's a real thing now because now the, some of us like, whew, I got to figure out a way to get off into my own thing, you know, and build my own dreams and build my own business. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> and... um yeah, so it's it's like really unlearning and relearning some other stuff. And, and I was saying, you know, these kids now, you know, their mind is sharp and it's moving so much faster than ours was. Like, and and with the way tech is constantly changing, like they like uh uh uh, like they stand up on it. <laughs> Meanwhile, we on the first snap, <laughs> trying to get it. But no, seriously utilizing our time and being productive because time is something you can't manufacture and it's something we can't purchase and and it's going to pass anyway so let's make sure we're using our time wisely all right and that rolls me right into dream big and do the work okay look somebody might not believe in your dream right and it and it not to understand it's going to be like that but it's your dream you know your God, source, universe, deity, whichever, Arisha <laughs> may have given you that vision and it's for you and other people along the path. They may, you know, choose to invest in you and they believe, but then you may have some people that fall by the wayside and that's okay. Keep building. You know, keep keep hitting that thing in that same spot because it's your dream and it is going to require that you do the work and it is going to require that you put, you know, such and such amount of hours in, you know, that could be a hundred hours. It is going to require that you grind, but when people fall by the wayside or they don't jump in and go along with you and understand the vision, so what? So what? Be that social media influencer if you want to create this content on these good podcasts. <laughs> you know, um, whether that's just audio or it's visual, do what makes you feel good and happy, and it's your own thing. Create your content, create your art, create your poetry, you know. And if you have a vision associated with that, as long as you believe in you and learn how to encourage yourself, <clears throat> excuse me, learn how to encourage yourself because sometimes it's going to be you versus you, you know, and you're going to have to encourage yourself and you're going to have to push yourself and you're not going to always feel like it. But 
you won't get to where you want to be if you give up. That's what I'm saying. And that's that's a part of the self-love and self-care journey. Also, is believing in yourself enough to keep pushing even though it don't seem like you're going to get there. You must. You must. I'll be transparent moment for me. Yesterday, I tried this thing, right? <laughs> I tried this thing. And let me tell you, I was tired, kind of worn down, you know, it's very heavy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And um, I was pushing myself anyway to do it. Come on, let's get it done. You know, because I'm I'm I can't let this win. <laughs> and um, somebody called while I was recording and messed up my whole thing, y'all. And I ended up having to start all the way back over. But you know what? I feel better today. I feel, you know, lighter. I, I have a better attitude, you know. And I was upset at first, initially. <laughs> but, 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 um, I'm glad that I chose to do it today instead of yesterday because I'm in a different space, right? And that's all I'm saying to you is... Sometimes you won't feel like it and you'll be in that state of indifference, but push yourself anyway or take the day, relax, refresh, refocus, and the next day, hit it hard. And it'll make the world a difference. You probably won't think so, but it will. So... Be willing to do their work. Keep those dreams big. Keep that attitude positive. Remain optimistic. It's work, but it is worth it. And remember to encourage yourself because it may just be you versus you at some point in your journey. All right. And that brings me to financial literacy. Okay, while you're dreaming big, um, make sure you're making investments. And it doesn't matter, you know, how small. The more money you get, the more you can increase the size of your um, investment by um, however much dollar amount you want to. But still make those because the 60, 70, 80-year-old you need the you right now, right? You don't want to get that old and you know, you don't have resources because you're still going to want to go and do stuff, you know, um, may not be as traveling across the world, but it might, you know, you don't ever know. So you need those resources and, um, from those investments and parents, please teach your children how to live on their own and by that I mean breaking down what it takes to live without you like you know hey here's a budget you know like this is how much you make a month and then break it down like these are the bills you know you have to have some money in case something happened um you got the factory in gas you know like really teach them because there's another conversation I've had with 
a family member as well as a couple of friends and it's like they didn't really teach you they didn't really show you they being the parents our parents didn't really show you what it having a budget meant in living with living without them or not having to depend on them everybody gets between blessings like the church people say <laughs> so you may have to go and ask for some help at one point in your life or a couple of points in your life but the thing is learning to invest early um learning what to put your money in when you're investing early on and also teaching the children a budget you know hey you make this much amount of money a month and run the bills down you know factory in groceries factory in gas <clears throat> insurance like tell them what it's going to take so they have an understanding you know because that's it's not something that they're teaching in school you know financial literacy they're not they're not teaching that in school they're not teaching it in in grade school and and i mean like um middle school high school on up when you know they can really grasp it they're not teaching that uh they don't teach you something like that until you get to college and do you have to intentionally take a finance course you know and um i've taken a finance course and that's geared more toward like business you know and i'm not saying it's not applicable to your personal but it's really geared more toward um business and i mean like the simple personal development in financial literacy from a standpoint of what the parents are having to do every month. You know, um, let's not send our kids out here unprepared is what I'm getting at. Um, because that's just not what's up. Like, I believe some of us, the older generation millennials, and, and even before, you know, some of that last generation X <laughs> on the end, like some of them, those uh, late 70s, early 80s type, they they understand, you know, them, them late 70 babies, they understand exactly what I'm saying because some of them didn't get it either. And some of them are struggling you know, I mean, some of us know how to make it look good, know how to make that struggle look real good. <laughs> like one cousin told me, she's like, hey, it's levels. Like, just because I'm not struggling with what you're struggling with don't mean I'm not struggling with something else. And makes sense, you know, makes so much sense. But um, let's teach financial literacy um, as we learn it sometimes you know if if we've learned the budget or learned how to budget and you have kids I, and i'm saying it and i'm repeating myself intentionally because they need to know you know and if you know <clears throat> something beyond you know we got some people out here they have rental properties you know um that their kids are going to inherit these rental properties when they're gone teach them about inheritance tax teach them about trust funds like teach them about um, ways to invest, ways to keep the money generating and, and really build generational wealth because once the parents pass on, they're going to pass it down to the kids. And if the kids don't know how to maintain it, then it's gone. They're going to lose it. That was a conversation too. 
I had recently with a friend and she was saying, you know, we're going to lose our land back home because why? Nobody want to listen to somebody that's sensible that's like, hey, here's an idea. Why don't we do this with it? You know, um, and then you got people fighting and, and it, it just gets crazy. But if somebody would take the time to educate themselves, then educate others. That way they don't have to carry the load by themselves. We can move forward. We can move forward. It, it's so much else I want. Excuse me. It's so much other things that I want to say to that, but I'm going to leave it right there because <laughs> I'll be talking for an hour. <laughs> but yes, let's teach the children. Let's make good investments so we can have resources when we get older. But that financial literacy piece is so, so, so important. It is, y'all. It is. Um, My other thing, and this is way off from what, you know, I was just talking about. And it's about grudges. It is about grudges. Because I know I've been holding a grudge about some things. And it's just like, how long will you hold it? You know, how long will you hold the grudge? And I was listening to a gentleman. He was talking about um, holding a grudge is like being stung by a bee over and over and over. And it's like, think about that, y'all. We know <laughs> bee things don't feel good, right? Okay, and why would we hold a grudge that is going to start our growth? You know, and the person you hold a grudge against, they've gone on with life. They still doing them, you know, and meanwhile, it's eating you up from the inside out. And it makes you appear like this grumpy, messed up person when you might be like me sometimes and just don't want to tell a person exactly what's going on and why there's this grudge. And... um so people draw these conclusions about you and they're they're not really knowing the full story. And I use me because um, I'm still growing. While I've healed from a lot of things and I've grown from a lot of things, I still have so much healing and growing to do. So it's, a, it's an ever-evolving uh, journey, let's say. You know, I'm always looking for ways to improve. So... It's an ever-evolving journey, um, this healing thing. So, me being transparent, I know that I've held a grudge for a long time, and it's something that I'm working on. It is. I'm working on it. I'm trying to get to a better space, you know, of forgiveness. <laughs> and that's going to start with uh, forgiving the person, and then going on to forgive myself for allowing it to fester for so long. And so I'll say to you, how long will you hold that grudge? Um, because it's going to continually stunt your growth. And you're not going to truly be healed from it or have this sense of peace and freedom from within if you don't address it 
don't let it hold you down. Don't let it hold you back because it's not worth it. You know, it's not, it is not worth it. And the crazy part is that person you may be holding a grudge uh, against or that situation, um, they're probably not even doing better than you. They're probably having a hard ass time. And <laughs> here you uh, here you are over here have developed to such a, a a space and you're just allowing that one little thing that you can't seem to let go of that that just like oh you know and it's not worth it it's not and i want you and me <laughs> to get free of that thing so we can continue to grow we can move on yes so we can move on and uh, really be free of all the little negativity, um, toxic, because we like using it, and uh, spread our wings, spread our wings and fly. So that is a part of self-care, guys. That's a part of self-love. Um, it's caring for yourself enough. Care for yourself enough to uh, get rid of that that negativity um, and put some positivity there and shine your light, you know, with full brightness because you've taken the time to get to the root cause of that grudge and you no longer want to hold on to that. So... Don't. Let's move forward. Me and you both. Let's move forward. Let's go hand in hand <laughs> and move forward. Um, I want to thank you all for continually listening and hanging out with me. If you haven't shared, please do so. If you haven't subscribed to my podcast, please do so. Send me some messages. Let me know your thoughts or if you have any questions. Um any topics you would like to discuss, let me know. I'm open. I'm open for suggestions. Um, thanks again. And until next time, peace.